There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to Source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Welcome back to another episode of Psychic Scoop. I am your host, Steffi, aka Spirit Sis. I am an evidential psychic medium, an intuition teacher, and a professional astrologer here to usher you through your spiritual awakening. Today, I have a very fun episode. I'm going to be doing an astrological forecast for 2023 for your sun and your rising sign. I'm also doing something a little different, which is brave because I am recording this during Mercury retrograde shadow. So I've already had so many issues, (laughs) but I am also recording this for YouTube. And I'm going to start in the 2023 year doing a little more of a visual element to the podcast. So if you like to watch as well as listen, I will put in the show notes of where you can also watch this episode. And just for an added bonus, fun little something, something on the side, I'm going to be uh, doing a card pull for it's kind of like the theme or what I'm feeling the collective theme for your sun and rising sign is. Uh, so head over to YouTube to get that bonus content as well. So, okay, here we are. It's the end of the year. What the heck that went so fast. It's just been such a pleasure to have you here with me throughout 2022 and 2021 when the podcast started, you know, I just kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do with the podcast. I wanted to continue to spread collective messages from spirit. And I had no idea how many people would jump on board. And it's just an absolute gift and pleasure to be able to share the space with you. I found out that through the Spotify wrapped thingamajigger, I don't know how to do anything technology. Ironic that I'm hosting a podcast. I found out that this podcast is actually shared top 5% globally out of all the podcasts in the world. So just wanted to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. If I don't say it enough, I love you. I'm grateful for you. Let's move on with the show. Okay. So 2023, we have just the typical normal, you know, we got the little bit of the retrogrades going on. We got our eclipses and we do have some major planets moving into new signs that is going to shift things collectively and also individually as well. So for the 2023, the big transits that I felt I needed to share with you, um, the biggest one I would say is Saturn is moving into Pisces on March 7th. Saturn has been in Aquarius for a minute, a minute now. And Saturn is a very slow moving planet. So when Saturn moves into Pisces, we can expect a little bit of collective change and discipline in our spiritual practice. Another huge transit that's going to be happening is Pluto is going to move into Aquarius March 23rd. Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008. Pluto is the slowest moving planet. So when it moves, it's going to be a major generational shift. Now, Pluto is just going to be in Aquarius for just a minute. It's going to dip its toes in the water, and then it will retrograde back into Capricorn, finish out its course, and then it will go direct and move fully into Aquarius in 2024. But we're going to start to feel a little bit of that shift happening. It's going to be March 23rd to June 11th is when Pluto is going to enter Aquarius. I find this very interesting too, because there's going to be babies born in 2023, and half of them are going to have the last degree of Pluto and Capricorn. And a lot of them are going to have zero degrees Pluto in Aquarius. So that's going to be a major shift between the 29th and the zero degrees, very critical degrees, right? In astrology. So that's going to be a very interesting shift for people who are thinking of conceiving this year and what kind of energy and generational thing you want your baby to come into the world with. And if you want to know more about Pluto and generational planets, uh, I do talk about that in my Pluto episode. Okay. So what else is happening? We start the new year with a Mercury retrograde. That's why this has already been impossible to 
<laughs> to film, having major, major issues with Zoom, major issues with, I, I messed up appointments today. It's just been a whole mess. But anyway, Mercury retrograde will, will still be in effect until January 19th. Okay, moving on throughout the year, our first solar eclipse is going to be in a critical degree of Aries, 29 degrees, and that's going to happen April 20th. Remember that eclipses happen in pairs, and this is going to be a new little energy because last year we had the eclipses in Scorpio and Taurus. And now this is the very first hit of feeling that Aries energy for an eclipse. And in Aries 29 degrees, it has a lot to do with your passion projects and what you're here to do with your purpose in this lifetime and in this in this moment in space where you're at. So we'll obviously get into the individual forecast, but this is something to pay attention to. Then we have another Mercury retrograde happen April 21st. It will be in Taurus and you guys know the drill. It's every three weeks. There's going to be a pre-shadow and a post-shadow. Then we have that second pair of eclipses happening. The lunar eclipse is happening Scorp in Scorpio, 14 degrees. That's happening May 5th. So the first eclipse, April 20th, the second eclipse, May 5th. I know this just sounds like I'm rattling off dates, but this is great. It's recorded. So you can always come back and be like, wait, when are those eclipses again? <laughs> Steffi already did the work. I looked at the ephemeris. I figured all the transits and that's why I'm here to give this to you. So even though it might not feel like it's anything now, trust me, it'll be good to kind of bookmark these dates so they can be signposts for when things are shifting, especially during eclipse season. As we know, it kind of gets a little chaotic ramping up. The energy is really intense and then it kind of shifts subtly as eclipses do things happen subconsciously over time. In this second lunar eclipse in Scorpio, this is finishing a um, little bit of the trifecta of things you felt in April and May of 2022. So just keep that in mind. It's that year cycle because we had the eclipses in Scorpio and Taurus during 2022, and it will be a little bit of continuation into 2023. Now here's the biggie, biggie, big one. Okay. Jupiter is moving into Taurus May 16th. Jupiter moved into Aries a little bit, did its little retrograde thing. And now it's back moving into Aries, the beginning of the year. So Aries and Taurus are going to have very big moments this year, especially if you're, that's your rising sign as well, but including your sun, when Jupiter moves into your sun sign, there's going to just be a shift of confidence, uh, good health, maybe good luck, good opportunities coming in. Just pay attention to what that feels like, especially if you have your moon in Taurus or your moon in Aries as well. These are, or any personal planets, really, these are going to be major shifts that are happening when Jupiter moves over those signs in your chart. So Jupiter is entering Taurus and then Jupiter will conjunct the North node in Taurus on June 1st. So this is a very faded event. Um, I would look to your chart in Taurus to see where this will happen. Uh, but anyway, it's going to feel, it's going to feel like juicy and good. And then we have Venus retrograde happening in Leo, July 22nd to September 3rd. Venus retrograde happens every, I think it's like 18 to 20 months or so. Uh, I would say roughly it's like a little under two years. When Venus retrograde happens, it's a time to think about not only our romantic relationships, but things we value. You know, Venus does hold possessions and worth very close to our chest. So during that time, it's a, it's a good time to, again, with any retrograde, reevaluate, reassess our personal relationships, our relationships with ourself in Leo, especially Venus retrograde in Leo. Do we love ourselves? And if we don't, how can we get there? And what would make us feel good? What would make us self-express better or use our individuality or our creativity to shine. These are all things that are important. You are going to be a little bit tempted during that time to change or alter your appearance. This happens very frequently during Venus retrogrades. You just feel like the spirit comes within you and you're like, oh my gosh, I just want to like dye my hair. I just want to tint, tint my eyebrows. I want to change my whole wardrobe. Ignore that temptation to completely shift Anything, anything about your physical appearance, it's never the time. It's a six week plus a little bit of shadow on either end, which we do with retrogrades. Um, but just kind of reevaluate what makes you feel good deep inside and also what makes you shine. 
very important. And if your relationships shift during this time, it's because they're meant to. Don't put any pressure on yourself. Don't put any pressure on others and just sit and wait it out. And if you want to know what's going to be affected in your chart during Venus retrograde, look towards Leo in your chart. Okay. Moving along. I'm moving this quick because we got to go through 12 signs and we have a lot of work to do. (laughs) Okay. Then we have another Mercury retrograde in Virgo, August 23rd ish to September 15th. I say ish because there's always a shadow period. Uh, And then it will go direct September 15th. And then we have our second set of eclipses for the year. We have a solar eclipse that's going to be happening in Libra. 21 degrees, October 14th. So remember we already had our first set of eclipses in Aries. So we know because of the ecliptic and the way it works that we're going to be having our other eclipse in the opposite sign, which is Libra 21 degrees. So it's interesting that it was Scorpio Taurus all of 2022. And there's a little bit of karma being left with Scorpio Taurus, but there's also new karma coming in with Aries and Libra. So very interesting to have the eclipses and it has to do with how the North node is moving anyway. (laughs) Don't want to overcomplicate it. Um, but we also have our, um, our last final eclipse in this series happening in the full moon lunar eclipse is happening in five degrees Taurus, October 28th. Again, think about what was happening in October, 2022, when you're looking back at these eclipses, what's shifted, what's changed and what area of your, of your chart that Taurus or Scorpio was affected in. Okay. Then the last, last, last Mercury retrograde, good old, you know, three times a year, Ending out the year of 2023, we have December 13th and Mercury retrograde in Capricorn yet again, and it will be throughout the new year. Okay. So those are the biggies that I wanted to point out. And let me just reiterate, I Saturn moving into Pisces is a big one. We have Pluto dipping into Aquarius, big, big, big one. <laughs> we got our four eclipses, normal right? We have our Mercury retrogrades normal. We have Venus retrograde, which happens every like two years or so. Uh, then we have, uh, Jupiter entering Taurus, another big transit. And, oh, I forgot to say this. (laughs) North node will be moving into Aries, uh, July 18th. North node moves every about two years or so. Uh, So that's also going to be a big collective shift. And that's also why, like I said, with the ecliptic, uh, because it's happening in Aries and Libra, the North node has moved. The North node also shifts um, very differently, moves differently. It moves instead of going from Aries to Taurus, it will move from Taurus to Aries. Did I confuse you yet? Are you copying? Does it feel good? Does it feel complex? Does it feel expansive? (laughs) Or does it just feel like I'll get to that when it comes, you know, whenever you're feeling like just ground yourself in that right now, and then let's move on to our individual uh, zodiac signs. So I would love for you to listen to your sun sign and listen to your rising sign. If you want a little extra boost, you can definitely listen to your moon. Uh, and just see what resonates for this upcoming year of 2023. All right. So I had this idea that I was going to start in the middle of the Zodiac. I was like, you know what? I always start with Aries. It's, you know, it's the astrological baby of this, the first one of the Zodiac. I'm going to start with like Virgo or something like that. And then I realized that Aries is having a big year this year. And I was like, this is the one year that Aries does need to be first, of course. So I will be starting with Aries and moving along the line. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about Aries. Uh, So there's going to be a shift, a very visible shift between January and May, and then moving on from May until the rest of the year. Now, the first half of the year, there's going to be a really strong sense of self. And I know that goes without saying like you're an Aries, (laughs) you already have the really beautiful individuality about you, but there's something that's optimistic and different. There's new beginnings coming. And this is a great time to interview for new things, uh, pitch yourself. If you wanted to do, you know, a little bit of like a makeover or wanted to change something about the way you approach your business, your love life, who you are, what you're doing, your purpose, any type of shifts that might feel like they're coming. This is the time to take action on those shifts and the eclipse that happens in, um, 
in April is happening in 29 degrees Aries. So whatever you're going through during that time is going to be a massive transformation for yourself, for what you want to do in the world and how you're here to do it. Now, around March and April, you might feel a little bit of a slowdown, just a touch. And this is the time to really think about that spring cleaning. And obviously it will be spring, so it'll be like quite obvious. But for you, it's a little more deeper than that because when Saturn moves into Pisces, it will be in this area in your life that has a lot to do with shedding and starting over and a little bit of this end of cycle happening. So this is the time where again, you're taking the risks, but you're also facing any inner demons, any confidence issues, anything where you feel like low or you're feeling like you need to kind of work through any shadow or mental health blocks or anything like that, this is the greatest time to do that. Okay. So you're going to be feeling this, like this over optimistic, this really nice, like flow into the new year. And then, and then around March, like I said, you're going to have a little bit of this. Okay. All right. Now, how do I really go for this? Because I don't want to block myself. I don't want to feel any limiting beliefs. And this is what I'm here to do. But how can I kind of like clear out any of that muck before I really go for it? And then in July, you're going to hit, get a little bit of a hit. That's really going to be nice because North node will move into Aries and it's going to be there for the next, like, you know, two years, a little bit under, but it's going to be there for a minute. So you're also going to feel that little bit of like faded energy of things happening for you and to you. And it's going to feel nice. Now, what else did I write for you? Um, I would say that like, just continue to work on your purpose and how you can achieve that. So if you're doing anything that you feel like isn't aligned with who you are and why you're here to do something, then I want you to really try to let go of that thing and embrace something new. I'm trying to say this as vague as possible because I know there's so many people that listen to this and there's so many different ways that you can interpret how to start something new. And it could be career. It could be relationships. It could be moving. You know, there's something within you that you already know. So I just want whatever the resonant change to be, I want it to come from within and I want it to come from your true desires. Okay. Now we're going to move into Taurus sun and Taurus rising. 2022 was a big year for you. It was big. I'm sure it wasn't even easy at times. I'm sure there was like moments of bliss and, oh my gosh, things are happening. And then moments of like, I guess it's not happening anymore what is happening? Like, what am I supposed to do now? (laughs) Taurus had a lot of that energy last year, a lot of aha moments. And it's just a big year because the eclipses happened for you right in Taurus. So Jupiter in the beginning of the year is really trying to deepen your spiritual practice. And it's really trying to let you know that you can trust the universe. (laughs) Jupiter is here saying, Hey, do you trust me? I got you. It's like the trust fall, you know, and you're like, I'm falling, I'm falling. And Jupiter's like, well, can you let go of control for a second Taurus? Because I know it's really difficult for you too, but I feel like you've been testing me and I'm here to say, I got you. You got to dive in. You got to figure this out. Right. So I'm sure you probably did develop some sort of a spiritual practice within the last year, 2022, because of the ups and downs, you were probably like, okay, I need to figure out what's happening. I need to up my manifestation game. I need to meditate. I need to clear out. I need to figure out what's happening because I'm tired of just waiting for things to happen. I need to make things happen. I'm sure you felt that shift in the beginning of the year is you really, um, basically developing that skill more, that trust muscle, that spiritual trust muscle. Okay. So then, um, you know, the eclipses that are happening in late April, there's going to be a little bit of that completion cycle of what happened in, I would say spring of 2022. So look back at, you know, your voice memos, look back at your emails or look back at your text messages, whatever was happening in 2022, that springtime, there's a little bit of that closing the bookmark on that come spring of 2023 because of those eclipses and what were happening on your sign. So yeah, definitely pay attention to that. Um, you know, 
when Venus retrograde happens um, later in the year, it will be making a square to your sign. So there's going to be a little bit of tension, especially toward your finances or toward, I would say like your love life. So if there's anything that I would tell you to do, just take it easy. Uh, don't do anything rash. Um, don't invest in anything crazy. Like this is a time to just sit back and be like, okay, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to take it easy. Okay. So um, if you want to know the dates for that, listen to the beginning of the video where I talk about Venus retrograde. And then I guess I would say your biggest, uh, I don't want to say challenge, but your biggest lesson this year is going to be about your friendships and who's really showing up for you and getting rid of any shallow or surfacey type friendships. Taurus risings and suns are really good at keeping friends for a very long time. And they don't like to rattle any feathers, but there is a little bit of a depth and a complexity that they crave that you crave. So I would say, um, who is appealing to you most in a way that not, not like, what can I gain from this person? It's more so, does this feel like a spiritual connection and someone I want to have in my life for a long time? When Saturn moves into Pisces, that's kind of what's going to be the lesson for the next couple of years of what's going to be shown to you. And I love that. Um, and it's again, get ready for your manifestations to come through, especially when Jupiter moves into Taurus in your home turf in May, that's going to feel really good. So again, it's again, that spiritual completion that's happening from the beginning of the year, I would say until like March, April until that eclipse happens. And then there's going to be a little bit of a shift and a little bit of that. Okay. Now I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm tired of waiting around for my turn. Now's my turn. Okay. So Taurus is again, very main character energy. It has been main character energy since last year. I'm thinking of like, um, I know it's the, the end of the year, so I'm kind of in holiday mode, but it reminds me of like a Hallmark movie when, you know, the girl leaves the big city and goes through all of these hardships to realize that no, she's always had that job all along. Like she always wanted to achieve that dream, but something held her back. Maybe it was her, her old conditioning. Maybe it was her hometown. Maybe it was her old boyfriend, whatever it is. Taurus is here to be at the end of the Hallmark movie <laughs> in 2023 and have every single thing they ever wanted with a pretty little bow. So just want to let you know that will be happening Taurus and oof, you can breathe. Okay. 2022 is behind us. Let's move into 2023 with a bright and beautiful future. What's up, Gemini? This year is going to be fun and flingy for you. <laughs> I don't know. I was just feeling that Gemini sun and Gemini rising. When you start off the year, you're going to be really cultivating your, your team, your community, people around you. There's going to be a lot of busy time with friends. Probably. Um, it's a great time to manifest new things that are coming through to you and what you feel like you're trying to achieve. And there's also going to be, I guess, working in groups or trying to figure out who who's there for you, who's showing up, who's consistent. Um, you know, I think as a Gemini, this naturally comes to you easy, but I'll say that it's time to really make sure that the people who are in your groups are the people that you want to be in your groups. You're going to see like who's kind of becoming a little bit closer to you, who's falling far away. And it's not the time to make like drastic cuts. I think you're just making note of how community feels and how good it feels to be around specific types of people. So if you have nothing planned for the beginning of the year and you are a Gemini sun or rising, I would suggest doing group trips, doing group retreats, doing things where you can develop a sense of community. And since you do have that Gemini nature, which is ruled by Mercury, you can do this online too. If you wanted to, I don't know, join some kind of um, group, or if you wanted to take a class that involves a group of people or do something in your local community, that is a great way to develop more people in your circle, people that are like-minded, just like you. And when Jupiter moves into Taurus, there's going to be a little bit of a slowdown. So you have this activity, a lot of this group, a lot of these things going on where you feel really connected. And then there's going to be this subtle shift into solitude, into isolation, into healing, 
into spiritual development, into, okay, how can I find a way to really, truly cultivate everything that I want to call in? And I think that's going to be a little bit of a slowdown for you, but it's going to be a much needed slowdown. So if you're feeling like your mind is running or you're too forward thinking, which is very typical for Gemini suns and Gemini risings, this is a time to really get your mental health on track, to slow down, to sit in spiritual practice and to really, really cultivate a very calm nervous system. And then I think your biggest lesson of this year that will continue into 2024 as well is thinking about your role at work. What do you value most and what do you do? How do you show up daily for yourself? And I hate to like, just say work, right? Like work seems, um, like it's such a conditioned work word, (laughs) But how do you show up for yourself every day in the work that you do? And even if that means um, you don't have a job right now, or you don't have a, you don't consider your work a job, um, how do you show up for yourself every single day? And what makes you feel good? Do things make you feel trapped at all? Do you need to delegate tasks to other people? So we talked about that mental health element in later in the year, but I also want to talk about, uh, breaking free from any of that old conditioning and really getting in tune with your mind, body, and spirit. So this can also look like maybe nourishing yourself with, you know, different supplements or nutrients or finding a new exercise regimen that feels good. Or maybe you're connecting to nature and you are regulating your nervous system. Maybe you're doing a cold plunge. Maybe you are a, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, something that has changed your body physically and mentally. So you're not only are you upgrading your spiritual practice, but you're also going to be doing something that's going to make your body feel healthier. And I hate to assign exercise or regimen or things like that, but it's more about nourishment and replenishment because you're really getting your body into a place of feeling good again after many years of maybe going too much, too hard, being a little bit of an overworker, a little bit of an over hustler. And now your body is like, I need to recalibrate. And this is the year that things are going to start shifting into that slowing down and preparing your body for what's to come. And that is a beautiful gift that you have this year. Hi, my little cancer babes, my moon children. This is for cancer sun and cancer rising. So this year is starting off with a bang. You are getting recognized for your hard work, or if you're not wanting to be in the spotlight at all, all you're feeling like your dreams are starting to come to fruition slowly, but surely you're feeling like you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. You are truly being seen in a way that you want to be. And this could be in a public sphere, or this could be at home, or this could be maybe with friends or family. People are starting to recognize you. I wouldn't be surprised if you got some awards coming in or you're nominated for an award, or there's things happening in your career or your public life that you're like, all of a sudden it's, it's coming to play and you're feeling really good about that. And not only that, where can that take you? The possibilities are endless. So this is going to feel really, really good. I wrote down recognition for your hard work. And finally, you're going to reap the rewards of everything that you've worked really, really hard for and everything that you've craved, which is great. Also, if you want to travel, if you want to get ahead, if you are thinking about all these big projects and things you want to do, this is at the beginning of the year is the time you can actually achieve them with ease. So this is going to feel really, really good. Moving into springtime, there's going to be more plans for travel, more plans for community groups and hanging out with people you like, making social plans. Um, There could be a lot of weddings or there could be a lot of things and events that you all of a sudden have to go to and it will be exciting. But I also want you to think about who you're surrounding yourself in your circle, who feels good to you. And also how you can make a community out of the people you're you're around. If this is maybe social media, or if this is maybe a, um, a, a class that you're taking or a group, 
project, something where you're, there's more than one person, you're feeling connected to every single person around you. So make sure that you take note and survey who feels like good to talk to and he, who feels good to, I think, divine collaborate with. This is going to be the time, um, May till the end of the year that you're going to call in those divine collaborations, right. And, um, work with other people. And it's going to be important to have that bounce back of ideas and to have that, uh, I would say that pull of that spiritual, that togetherness, that camaraderie, that's going to feel really good at the end of the year. Now, one of the biggest lessons I would say for you this year is don't, don't lose faith. Don't lose faith in yourself. Don't let your limiting beliefs or any past conditioning get you into a rut. Sometimes when this lesson, it's just when Saturn is moving into this sign, uh, it can feel a little bit like ego comes in and you might feel a little locked at what your next move is, which is funny coming off of, you know, that beginning vibe you feel at the beginning of the year of like, oh my gosh, everything feels like it's happening for me. But what I want to say to you is make sure that you have fully, fully let go of your ego when you're making decisions for your future. Don't think about the money. Don't think about who will see you, even though I said you're going to be seen. That comes from hard work and that comes from sometimes luck and sometimes opportunities come when we don't expect it. But that's the biggest thing. Don't have expectations. Just go into things with pure heart and soul. And I think that's when things will show up the best for you. So make sure that if you want to, actually, it's a good time in the next couple of years to take classes, to take courses, to travel, to see the world and to not have any expectations on what that will do on the other side, because things are working for you slowly, but surely, but I don't want you to get your ego involved in that in any way. What's up my Leo and Leo risings. Okay. The beginning of the year is going to feel fun and flirty and there's going to be learning and there's going to be maybe even travel plans. And there's maybe going to be writing or classes or stretching your belief system or trusting and things kind of just working out and you just going for things and things being like, wow, this is great. I feel good. And there's also a big opportunity for you to scale right now, for you to be seen in a bigger way, for you to even be seen by different cultures, different groups, and to spread your reach. And when I say scale, I really mean that scale it big. The world is your oyster. <laughs> and I, I mean, I quite literally mean the world. If you want to travel, if you want to do things all over the world, globally, if you want to spread your reach, this is the time to do it. This is the time where your trust muscle is strong. And this is the time you have very high potential. If you've been wanting to take new classes or you've been wanting to be certified in something, or I don't know why I keep doing this because I'm excited. I'm like, yes, keep, <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you know, I'm like, I just keep throwing my arms in the air. Like it's a freaking party. And that literally is what it feels like at the beginning of the year for you. And get used to that because when Jupiter moves into Taurus, it's going to go into your career sector. There's going to be a lot more recognition for your work and there's going to feel, I don't know, it's going to feel good. I think it's going to feel great. It's going to finally feel like, wow, okay, the hard work's paid off. And I'm really looking forward to all of my dreams coming true and taking the time to recognize where you've come from and how hard you've worked and celebrating that success. So if there's a big accomplishment that you finally checked off your to-do list, or maybe there's a huge thing that's happening for you, that's really exciting, celebrate that and invite other people to celebrate with you because it should be exciting. And this is the time to do that. Okay. Now there is a little bit happening in your sign when Venus retrogrades in Leo. So when Venus retrogrades, uh, there is going to be a little bit of a focus on interpersonal relationships and sense of self, especially for you. So this isn't the time at all to change your appearance, to do anything crazy, to buy a house, to uh, update everything, to revamp your business. This is the time to actually just reassess like what feels good to you and what feels um, expansive and growy and 
and juicy and fluffy. This isn't the time to like shrink. This is the time to just say, okay, I'm going to take inventory on what's working and what's not. That's going to be the most apparent for you actually, because it's happening in your sign. And the biggest lesson I will say for 2023 for you is not to self-sabotage yourself or not to self-sabotage new relationships. I wrote this as I was channeling, things will come to light. So let things come to light. And another big lesson is like, there might be a lot of shedding going on and there might be some major changes in the way you view yourself psychologically or emotionally. And um, there might be old stories that come up that are testing you. They're testing uh, things that are coming to you. Maybe you have a big manifestation coming through and you get something somewhere along the line that like tests, tests that, um, maybe there's an old person that you cut out that's coming back in. Maybe there is an old job opportunity where they're offering you more money, but you said you'd never go back to that. Just pay attention to any old habits or patterns that come up that are trying to tease you in any type of way. And, um, yeah, I think this is also a really good time to get clear on money. Um, if there's debts you need to pay off. If there is student loans that you think you could start to, you know, like, um, allocate, is that a thing? (laughs) Condense things like that will happen. Um, and the eclipses will be happening this year on your midheaven and your home sector. So you might even feel a little bit of shifts happening with your career for sure. And maybe even your home life. Um, I did say, you know, things about buying home um, that can definitely happen for you. I just want you to avoid doing any big changes during Venus retrograde, which is literally only six weeks. So you'll be able to handle that. But for the most part, Leo, you have a very exciting year and I'm very excited for you. All right, Virgo sun and Virgo risings at the beginning of the year, you might notice a little bit of an uptick in your money, which is great money or money opportunities, or you might feel like you are starting to knock off some debt, or if you don't have debt, you're starting to notice that maybe you're saving a little bit more. Um, there's definitely a little bit of a money uptick, which is great. There's opportunities. You might be exploring some spiritual matters and you might be enhancing your intuition. There might be karma coming to play. There might even be a little bit of sexual adventures happening, but a lot of biz matters is also happening for the beginning of the year until May time. So I know that involves like a lot of little tiny little things, but it's more of a subtle transit. So you're going to be feeling it a little bit under the surface, a little bit like subconsciously. So like I said, look at where maybe in your bank account, you might be seeing money leaks or where you might be able to make more, uh, more money or where you might be able to pay off more debt or get a better interest rate or cancel subscriptions. I know that sounds really boring, but when this transit happened, at least for me a few years ago, um, I actually got a lot more money than I had in, I think like 10 to 12 years. So this transit happens every 12 years. So look back to like 2011 and see what was happening during like beginning of 2011 and maybe even parts of 2012, but that will be exactly what's happening for you now. It is a subtle shift. Like I said, it's going to just be a little bit of like, okay, do I feel a little sexier? Do I want to let go of old patterns or old beliefs that aren't serving me? And how can I transition into a new time? This is the death and rebirth part of your, of your life and of your chart, this 12 year cycle. So if there's things that need to die, let them die. And if things are being birthed out of um, pain or trauma, that's good. But again, it is going to be a little more subtle and it's going to be great for you to notice when those things are ending and how you can shift them into new beginnings. And hmm, I think in May, it's going to start um, a little bit more of this excitement part of your life. And I wouldn't be surprised if you had invitations to travel, invitations or opportunities to do new things. If you're wanting to explore a new hobby or, you know, maybe something that's exciting to you that you've never done before, you want to take a class, a course, you want to do something that you've never done before, I would say in May is a good time to start doing that and to really invest 
your time and money into things you care about and things that you think will be a good financial return in the future. That will be happening in May. So it's going to be, again, a very subtle year for you, but also a very exciting and a very uh, foundational year for you to do the things you love with the people you love. And a big lesson that I would say that's going to be happening for you for 2023 and definitely for 2024 as well. But the lesson is going to be how to connect deeper to others. And when I say deeper, I mean like really be intimate and say your boundaries and say what's on your mind or share your feelings Um, this could be romantic relationships. This could be business partnerships. This could be family dynamics. Uh, breakups are not, are not the worst thing either. Um, breakups can be setups for the future, right? But I kept on writing about boundaries, 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 boundaries. And when I say breakups, like this doesn't mean you're like doomed to break up with someone. It could also be just like reestablishing a new relationship with a, with a friend that, or, a coworker or a family member that maybe didn't work in the past. So how do we redefine those relationships to make them work for us? Or is the relationship just dead and we have to accept that? Virgos, (laughs) Virgo risings and Virgo suns are, you know, the therapists of the group. Sometimes they're really good with their friends. Uh, they would do anything to make their, make their friends happy. And they're really solid, 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 solid friends. So this is the time to reevaluate that. Like, are you maybe putting in too much effort? Are you not putting in enough? Are you worried too much about them or, you know, are they taking a little too much from you? So that is a good lesson for Virgo for 2023. Libra sun and Libra risings, your personal relationships will take major focus at the beginning of the year. Maybe you're growing deeper with your relationships. Maybe you're developing closer friends than you've ever had, or maybe you've just been feeling like you need to call upon closer acquaintances or closer collaborations or wanting to work with someone or wanting to be in a team or finally really getting into a new groove and surrounding yourself with new people. That's going to happen at the beginning of the year. I wrote new people and connecting to others. And you learn about yourself through these deep connections. So this is where you'll shine making those intimate relationship. This is like, this is also like your, your specialty, your gift anyway, as a Libra sun or a Libra rising. So yeah, definitely this is going to be like homeostasis for you. And it's going to feel really good to deepen the relationships and connections that you already have and develop them to a new higher level. That's going to serve you in the highest of good. Now, Around May, uh, there's definitely going to be a time where you're going to rely on those relationships and seek counsel when you need it. Maybe you need advice. Maybe you are the one who's giving advice. Um, Maybe there's just a little bit of a shift in a dynamic where you're going through a little bit of a spiritual purpose, a little bit deeper. Uh, You're kind of thinking about where you are in life. And that milestone where you're at, and it's going to feel like, aha, okay, is this where I want to be? Or am I meant for bigger things? That is going to start shifting at toward the end of the year. And there is a solar eclipse happening October 14th, 2023 in your turf. So it's going to be important for you during that time, especially around that fall season for you to pay attention to what themes are coming up in your life and how you can subconsciously work with those themes to elevate and and enhance what's already going on for you. Now, the lesson for this year has a lot to do with your personal development in your body and your personal health and hygiene. So maybe you have been neglecting this part of yourself for a minute. Like maybe something within you knows you are allergic to gluten, yet you continue to eat it, or you know you're tired, so you drink a bunch of coffee, but you get really anxious when you drink coffee. It's paying attention to those little tiny, like microcurrents in your body of things that feel just a little off. It could even be something as simple as like, you know what, like my hormone cycles off. And I know it's because like I'm low on iron, whatever. Maybe this is the time where you go and get your blood checked and you really, really check 
back in with your daily routines and tasks. And it seems like simple. Um, and it seems like, oh, okay, well, yeah, of course, every year I get a physical, but it has more to do with burning out. You don't want to work too hard and you don't want to obsess or continue to get into these cycles where you're uh, ignoring or neglecting your body because you're going through the motions. So this is the signpost to not work so hard to take rest and to really take inventory in your body of what feels good and what doesn't and making the necessary change you need to feel good because your body is a temple and because you are a vessel, it's going to be important to do those things. Maybe you already have like a beautiful routine and maybe you feel good in your body. Great. That's awesome. How can you further connect deeper to your spiritual side of your body or maybe your mental side of your body, or maybe it's a great time to focus on like where you can take more breaks and more allowances in work and really, really continue to hone that spiritual mind body connection. That's going to be really important lesson for this year in 2023 Scorpio sun and Scorpio rising. This is going to be a little bit of a busy time at the beginning of the year. You are probably going to just be going through the motions, like getting back into work, getting back into routines and maybe developing new connections. Maybe you have opportunities that are coming in. Maybe you are focusing on your health and focusing on your body and focusing on new activities and habits and things that are going to kind of propel you into the new year. Now, this is going to be a very subtle, subtle, subtle shift into the new year. It's going to just be a little bit of this like busy energy vibrating through your body. And you're going to be like, okay, okay, what's next. And I want to just encourage you to take moments and time for you to develop routines that feel healthy and don't come from a place of like, um, patterns. So if you're someone that wakes up and instantly scrolls on your phone and then moves on to the next thing, it's maybe just noticing and taking note of like, oh, you know what? I think I just fell into that pattern and I don't really love how that feels. So I'm going to develop like a healthier practice. Maybe when I wake up, I'm going to journal instead, or maybe read for a moment instead of scrolling on my phone. Like, this is just like a silly example. This is a great time to start developing healthier, um, you know, routines and habits that feel, feel good to you. And then in May, I think this is a good time to, Work on your personal relationships and develop really beautiful teamwork situations. Maybe this is something at work. Maybe this is something with your family. Maybe this is something with your partner, but this is a great time to develop those into a deeper, more meaningful way. So maybe this is a time to make to take that next step in your relationship, or maybe this is time to say, I don't think this is the right relationship for me, but when this is all happening and when this is all going on, I want you to be really clear with where you stand with these relationships and do they expand you or do they shrink you? And if you are calling in like more divine collaborations or people you want to work with, or you want, you know, love life or things that you are really craving, this is the time to get really clear again and specific on what those relationships not only look like to you, but what they could actually feel like when someone loves you deeply. And it doesn't have to be romantic, even though it can be, how does that feel in your body? Does it feel peaceful? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel fun? Does it feel stressful? Like, what do you want out of these personal relationships? Personally, I think go for the peace and the fun and the excitement, but maybe it looks different to you. So develop that, um, that kind of mindset of what or who, whom you are trying to call in. One of the biggest lessons too is going to be, um, I would say like creative projects and finding time to invoke play and creativity. And I don't know, you might feel a little bit of a block when it comes to like having fun or uh, expressing yourself or wanting to do things that really like break free in time. And this is when you just say, okay, I'm going to set a, set a timer for an hour and I am going to do something fun. I don't care if that's a game. I don't care if that's writing or journaling or painting or cooking, but you have to make the time for it. And that's going to help free you a little bit from any type of creative block you're feeling. Uh, and also when, uh, 
we have a Venus retrograde. It's going to be squaring your 10th house or depending on where your Scorpio sun is. But if you're a Scorpio rising, it's going to be squaring your 10th house of like work and finances and things. So things might slow down a little bit in July, which is great, right? It's summer here in, in um, you know, the North America in the North America. I, I, um, so yeah, just pay attention to, again, personal relationship issues that could come up during that time. Or if anything slows down, just take it as a signpost to rest and regroup. And remember that there are no creative blocks that are too big for you. If you make sure to put the effort and time into really developing and honing your crafts. And also something to note about Scorpio, the eclipses are still happening in your sign and in your axis, like opposite side Taurus, right? So we are kind of finishing the lessons that have been happening in 2022. And we're kind of putting a little kibosh and a little like end of bookmark on all of those themes that came up, especially if you are a Scorpio rising, this has been a very significant time for self-development and also personal relationship development. So there are a lot of um, ellipses and things continuing and things ending. So just really pay attention to how those relationships feel continuation of what I already said, but definitely how you feel in those relationships and how you can help others, but also more importantly, how they feel to you. Sagittarius sun and Sagittarius rising. This is going to be a really fun beginning of the year for you because it involves play. Obviously this comes natural to you, but I want to just really, really encourage you to create content and to have fun and not hold yourself back creatively or conceptually at any point at the beginning of the year from like January to May, do things for pleasure, do things for fun, hop on that plane, have those friends over for wine, have a game night, uh, go to, go to games, events, concerts, music halls, comedy shows, do the things that make you happy and do the things that expand you into feeling alive and having a human experience. I think that's easier said than done sometimes when we have finances or, or bills or family obligations or, you know, whatever that is. But I want to remind you that you are here to play and this is the best time you can be doing that. And it's really set up well for you too. And then come May, there's going to be a little bit of shift into, I would say like daily routines and habits, and also like a personal relationship to your body. What feels good. You might even start a new routine, a new workout thing, or it could be like a new, um, something that you love making every day. Like maybe you love like nourishing yourself with like this, like celery juice or something that's like a little bit, um, habitual and something that feels good. Or maybe it's just like meditating for three minutes every day, or maybe it's putting teeth whitener on. This sounds like very, um, material, but it's more so like really paying attention to things that you want to enhance in your body, but also in your life, in your daily routines. And I think one of the biggest lessons that you could get for this year uh, has to do with like some core wounding that might've happened in childhood. So I know I went from like play exciting and, and fun and games. And then I'm like, but what about your trauma? But I will say that there is a little shift of that in 2023 and going into a little bit of 2024 where there might be some, some wounding there and there might be some interesting relationship to your feminine side, or maybe even the relationship you have with your mother. Uh, there's definitely some things moving and shifting here. Also pay attention to your home environment and how that feels. And if something feels wonky and not really or clunky or not really in a good place, this is a time to slowly start like clearing house and making more room for a healthier environment. If that means moving, you might have to, but it could also mean growing pains. It could be maybe, you wanted to move and you're not right now, or you're developing, you know, or renovating or doing something in your home that's taking more time than you wish. So there might just be a little bit of setbacks and challenges there, but it's also a good time to look at your childhood and why you felt like you didn't believe things are possible. If there's any limiting beliefs coming up there, or even you haven't been connecting to your intuition or your feminine side, or your, in I already said intuition, but <laughs> your, your, um, your receptive, your sensitivities. This is a, the time of year where that lesson is going to come in very strongly. 
Capricorn sun and Capricorn rising. The beginning of the year is going to be a great time to cultivate your sanity, your inner peace, and you're going to be making small improvements on building up your self-esteem, building up yourself, building up your environment, and really using your intuition to make life decisions. This is a foundational transit and when I give readings, I always tell people, it seems like they're boring, right? And I'm putting air quotes around this. Seems like there's not a whole lot going on where, you know, there are other times in, you know, transits where it's like, boom, wow. Oh my gosh, this is all happening to me. But this is kind of the transits that are happening for you. So you are working, you are the ebbs and flows of the transits and it's going to feel good. It's like this homecoming. It's this rebirth. It's this, oh, okay. All right. This is what I'm here to do. This is how I'm here to do it. It's going to feel good. There might even be like changes in your, um, your home environment. If you want to move or you're relocating, or it could just be, you're thinking about your childhood, things that you've done, things that you want to improve on. Um, it's definitely going to be, you're going to be getting divine downloads, no matter what that is. And thinking about how you can make a beautiful life for yourself, which I know is already very inherent in your nature. And then coming into May, I really want you to focus from May until the end of 2023 on having a little more fun, having a little more light, um, really focusing on play, joy, excitement, and moving out of any type of thing that feels heavy. I know it's hard as a Capricorn sun or rising because you're already pretty responsible and you already have your finger on the pulse of everything you want to manifest and call in. But I also want to remind you that doing those things like manifesting and doing your practice and doing your rituals also comes with a little bit of fun and lightness and being a human and doing the things that you love to do. So I'm going to remind you to do that. Okay. Um, now your lesson for this year, there's a lot going on with you when it comes to, I would say your communication with people. Have you been studying or learning something, or have you been trying to kind of make one step into another, or you've been trying to expand yourself on social media, or maybe you felt like you didn't want to talk to anyone. There might've even been social anxiety going on. So these are the times, um, during 2023 where you can maybe start to think about how you want to communicate more clearly. If you want to write or journal, that'll be really helpful. Also, what's crazy is Pluto is in the 29th degree in Capricorn and Pluto has been in your turf since 2008. I think there's obviously very strong themes of wrapping up a generational lesson from 2008, but I definitely want you to think about things that you really, really want to put to put to die (laughs) old shadows, old beliefs anything that you felt was limiting in any way, I definitely want you to think about that and be ready to hang it up and never see it again. So definitely a little more introspection happening with your lesson for this year, um, your life lesson, especially, and your, and I don't know, your Saturn themes that are going to be happening. But I think this is a really beautiful time to dive into your intuition, have fun. And remember that you're human and that you're here for a reason and not let that feel heavy. Let that feel expansive and exciting and know that when you have more fun, when you relax, the more money you'll make and the more opportunities will flow to you and really trust in that. Aquarius sun and Aquarius rising. Ooh, this is going to be a fun year for you, especially leading into 2024. But basically, I think the beginning of the year is going to be a lot about walking the walk and talking the talk. You are going to be making new connections. You are going to be piecing together the moment. These are This is like the time where you're going to feel like you're vibrating on a little bit of a higher frequency. You're getting the intuitive hits. You're making the connections. You're manifesting things pretty quickly. And all of those limiting beliefs or anything you felt like you were blocked in, you're going to be kind of seeing through the light of that to the end of the tunnel. So also 
use your voice in any way that you can. If that means you're podcasting or you're putting yourself on social media or you're writing a lot, or you are singing, use your voice in any way that you can. Uh, and if you don't want to put it on a public platform, that's totally okay. But you can sing in the shower, you can write or journal, you can record an audio, something voice notes, whatever it is, use your voice in a way that makes you feel exciting. Even if it's just calling a friend and talking it out, this is the time where you need a little bit of a sounding board and a little bit of hearing, hearing the things you're saying repeated back to you. So this is going to be fun. And also if you wanted to connect deeper to your community, it doesn't necessarily have to be social media, but if you wanted to like connect to the city you're living in, find a local coffee shop, explore new restaurants. This is a time where buzzing around town is going to feel really good, especially buzzing around town in your car, <laughs> doing a road trip or, or understanding your city or your state that you live in. It's going to be a good, a good fun little time until May. And then when May moves into town, I was going to say, what the heck? When May comes, <laughs> I can say anything because Aquarius suns and risings don't judge anybody because they're just as weird as I am. Um, when things, when May comes into town, I'm going to just continue to say that. Um, when May comes into town <laughs> in May, uh, there's going to be a little bit of shift of a little bit of slowdown and reconnecting to the homebody part of you. So really trying to, uh, develop, I would say a sense of intuitive awareness and spiritual well-being. So connecting to that spiritual side is going to be important, but also relaxing and resting and really regrouping. Uh, this is another time where if you're thinking about, you know, buying a house or, moving in any way or wanting to buy new furniture or upgrade things in your home. If you haven't already been doing that, you're going to probably feel that shift coming in. Pluto is going to be moving into Aquarius for a moment in March, and then it's really going to be moving into Aquarius fully in 2024. Now you're going to feel these massive shadows coming to surface and then lifting. And that's this Pluto Aquarius transit will be happening for quite a bit of time because Pluto is a slow moving planet, but there's definitely a lesson here for you in security and finding value in things that you offer to the world, knowing you're unique, knowing that you do have a little bit of a, I would say like spiritual up level or a little bit of a higher connection to humanity and innovation and making change and knowing that sometimes that comes through speaking your truth and speaking up for things you believe in and not, I guess, like I'm putting this in quotes, but like working for the man and doing things that seem linear. So definitely this is a big goal year for you. Um, there might be a little bit of a change in job. Um, there might be a little bit of loss somewhere along the, along the road, but all of those losses are going to be good. And they're going to be really clear. Um, by the time we enter 2024, you're going to understand the lesson. You're going to buckle down and you're going to get why you're here and what you're here to do, but don't try to figure it all out at once this year. The universe is taking care of you, but you need to do a little bit of the work and meet halfway. So take that leap. If you're thinking about taking the leap, or if the leap happens to you, like I said, if there's something that changes or there's a loss that happens, know that that's a signpost from the universe, that it's pushing you in the new direction that you need to be in my beautiful Pisces sun and Pisces rising. So at the beginning of the year, you might feel a shift into feeling a little more secure. You might start a new job. You might start a new opportunity where things and goals are finally coming to fruition after many years. Uh, maybe you feel a little more ambitious. Maybe you feel a little more excited. Maybe things are going to start ramping up where you're feeling <laughs> like, oh my gosh, my schedule's changed. I have a little more on my plate. That's okay. And I'm also going to tell you during that busy time, if things start to like accelerate, treat yourself, take yourself out to a nice dinner, uh, maybe buy 
new sheets or a new couch or a new ottoman or a new TV, whatever that is. Um, definitely spend money on value things and luxury things if it feels good to you. And then come May, I could see you having a little more of a busy nature happening to you because uh, there's just going to be a lot happening in <laughs> main character energy happening in your life when Saturn moves into your house, but also because, uh, there's a lot that a lot going on with like personal connections and, uh, talking to people and making plans and being busy and busy isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think it's exciting. I think after the last couple of years, you've been, you know, you've been taking your time, you've been relaxing, um, you've been in a spiritual receiving mode and now you're in go mode and take time for yourself, of course. But one of the biggest lessons I can say for you is getting to know yourself again through, through your inner, inner connections, but also through your job and through what you're doing every day. Is this something you want to be doing? Do you feel lit up by what you're doing? Um, I wrote down here, this is the time for self-discovery and improvements and really understanding yourself. Now I said, you're going to be busy. So really take note on your energy levels. If you're feeling like a little bit of lower energy than normal, or you're feeling a little heavier energy than normal, then just say yes to the things that really light you and excite you up. Cause you probably will have a lot of opportunities like come in your way, but I just want to let you know the spotlight is on you and it doesn't have to feel like it's pressure. It can just feel like wow, this is great. I have a hundred different things that I can choose from and I get to decide what feels the best. So just know that if you ever feel overwhelmed during 2023, that your main character energy is just to focus on yourself, to treat yourself and to spend time with people that you love and cherish. And that in itself is going to elevate your life and your self-esteem. And it's going to feel better in the long run for everybody. If you don't say yes to things that you really want to say no to. Oh, there's so many beautiful things to look forward to. I cannot wait to see where 2023 lands for you, how it's going to feel, what beautiful things are coming in, what beautiful things you're shedding as we're moving closer and closer to this new paradigm. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy spirit led us to one another. And thank you again. If you wrote a review or you're even listening or sharing this with your friend or maybe posting on social media, every little bit helps. And if you want to connect with me more, you can find me on my website, spiritsis.com or Instagram spirit underscore sis or the talk spirit sis. I love you all. Here's to a beautiful new year and an exciting, exciting start to 2023.